Hello, welcome to the Accountable Love Podcast, where love means being accountable. My name is Aziz, and today we're going to discuss, are you prioritizing the health and accountability of your relationships? What does it mean to maintain the health and accountability of your relationship? Why do we say I love you, yet we don't prioritize the people in our life that we say we love? Are we just going through the motions in life and adding people to our lives just because we have this desire. Are we willing to roll up our sleeves and truly put in the daily practice it takes to maintain uh, accountable and healthy relationships? Ask yourself, do I want quality relationships, healthy and accountable relationships? Let's start this podcast with asking the question again. Are you prioritizing the health and accountability of your relationships? Now, what do we mean by prioritizing the health and accountability of your relationships? First off, we're saying that your relationships are essential to your quality of life. So if you're not prioritizing your relationships, then you need to get started on prioritizing relationships to have a quality of life. Now, I know you've been hurt. I know you have wasted your time with people in the past, but the whole point of living life is to have great support around you. And I don't mean one-sided support where you're supporting them or they're just supporting you. I'm talking about having relationships where everything goes in a circle of motion. And for all the people that don't know where to start, this is where you would start. We have four ways to start prioritizing the health and accountability of your relationships. So let's get started. The first way to prioritize the health of your relationship is to create a list of the most prominent people in your life. Now, I know you believe that so many people are essential to your life, but if you take a step back and look at the most essential people to your life, prioritize them and make a list. Now, when you write down your list, probably write down at least 10 people. Look at the first four. Now, are you in good standings with them? Are they in good standings with you? Are you planning time with them? Are you maximizing on spending time with them? Are you transparent and open about how you feel about them? These are the things you need to ask yourself. Because if the top four people in your life don't, you don't plan and make time for, or you don't prioritize, or you're not transparent with, you need to look at the relationship and ask yourself, is it strong enough? Are you putting forth the most effort or the best effort you can to make sure the relationship is a priority. The health of our relationships are essential. I couldn't say that enough. They're essential to our quality of life because I know you don't feel you have time for people. I know there's times where you feel like you're booked, but why are you so booked when you have the support around you? Are you utilizing your support? Are you asking those four people to step up in your life the way you step up in their life? Are you just worried about your life and not putting much effort into making sure that their life is supported or you're supporting them in their life? These are things you need to ask yourself But in making the list and sitting down and thinking about your list. Circle those top four. See the highs, the lows. See if... You are maximizing the time and you are in a strong relationship and y'all are bonding and connected as much as possible. 
And once you make your list, ask those four people on the top of your list to make their list. And then sit down and have a discussion with them. Take inventory of your connection. See if the list, if they're high on your list or they're too low on your list or see if you're too high on their list or too low on, the, on, your, on their list. Ask them why. Ask them why you are high on their list. Ask them why you are low on their list. Think about these things. Have this dialogue. The discussion may, you know, bring you closer together or may push you further apart. But regardless, you'll get some clarity. So having the list and creating this list is important to your relationship. It's essential. You need to understand where your priorities lie. And writing this list, your priorities will be clear on who you hold dear and who you want to start the dialogue with. Now the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth person. You can also discuss that with them as well. You can also encourage them to make a list and explain to them why they're fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth. Explain to them why they're not a high priority on your list and why they're not a high priority in your life right now. And be as honest and transparent as you possibly can because being straightforward and being honest, though it may hurt in the moment, it will give clarity and it will start your relationship off right. So make sure you're making these lists, you're creating these lists, and you're prioritizing your relationships like you do anything else. All right? The second is create a weekly schedule. Now, every Sunday or whatever day you choose, take an hour and look at your week and pin people in. Why we use pin people in? Because the pencil could be erased. We want you to think of this as a permanent list. Now, though things happen in life and things will change, we want you to think of this schedule as something permanent, something you could honor and commit to. So really take the time to think about what's going on and think about what you have available, the time you have available to spend with the people you say you love. Most likely the first four people on your list. Make sure that you are prioritizing those people because those is your foundation. That's your rock. So make sure that you're making the time to actually get to know them, making the time to spend with them, making the time to actually build the bond and keep the bond and supporting each other. Right. Because we're not teenagers anymore. So the reason why we talk about planning is planning deals with commitment. And anybody who looks at planning as a restriction, they're not ready for a commitment. So that may be a red flag for you because you have to understand that planning is a big part of our lives once we start having careers, once we start having children, once we start having things that we have to actually commit to full time. And we now have to look at our relationships as we can't just pick up and go anymore. We have to make time for each other. And actually is a romantic thing to actually commit to somebody. Now, when constructing the schedule, when constructing the weekly schedule, you want to talk to your friends about it. You might want to call a person up when you have the time to see what their time schedule looks like and sit down with them. Maybe all of your friends and your spouse and everybody's connected. So you can all sit down together and make your list and pencil in time to spend with each other. Now, I'm obviously not or pen in time, excuse me, to spend with each other. I'm not saying that every time you're going to show up, but it should be most times you show up. I'm not saying that you can't hang out with each other outside of the schedule. I'm just saying make sure that you have a full commitment to 
the people in your life where they know what's going on. Because let's be honest, if you wake up on Monday morning knowing exactly what you're getting into, knowing exactly where your time is being spent, you're more likely to stick to stick to the um, commitments you have. And you're more likely to enjoy your week and enjoying your week and looking forward to your week is going to bring a positive, more positive mentality. And trust me, your relationships will benefit from that positive mentality. It will benefit from that positive energy. So make sure you take the time, get the list together and have a clear understanding of where you're going with your relationships because they are your foundation. You're going to get everything else accomplished if you have a strong support system. So make sure you're pouring into your support to make sure that your support is pouring into you and therefore y'all will be able to commit to anything together. So make sure you are creating a list, make sure you prioritize, make sure you're planning to be with the people you love. Because let's be honest, if you're not prioritizing the health or accountability of your relationships, you're really not in relationships. You're just in a bunch of acquaintances. So acquaintanceships, basically, right? And you want relationships, you want people that you're actually relating to, actually spending time with, actually are committed to. So think about that. The third, prioritize your issues is prioritizing your fun. Now, what do I mean by that? Prioritizing your issues, meaning we all know the worst thing we can do is spend time with somebody having fun, laughing, joking, and have underlying issues festering. Have this luggage that we're carrying around without solving the problem, but we're entertaining the person. If this is truly somebody you care about, this is truly somebody you say you love, this is truly a relationship you want, stop everything you're doing and start having the discussions. Start solving and working towards the resolution. Isn't it better to have some fun with somebody that's on the same page? That's one thing you want in life at all times. Somebody or your people that are on the same page. Because if the train is going in the same direction, then you're moving forward. But if everything's going in separate directions or parallel, you have a different destination. And the goal is to actually end up in the same destination on a regular basis. So with this concept of prioritizing your issues, meaning you're going to prioritize your fun, which ultimately, excuse me, prioritizes your fun, is basically explaining to you that your commitment or your conflicts is a part of your commitment. It's no point in being in a person's life when you think of them in a negative light. There's no point in them being in your life when they think of you in a negative light. There's no accountability. There's no relationship. There's no health. There's no quality of life. So think about that. I want y'all to look at this concept like this. When you have an issue, it's a stop sign. So just stop. Stop doing everything. Stop doing everything you have to do with that person and attack that issue. Because if you go forward, yes, you can run the red light, but you'll eventually crash. And overall, when you crash, the relationship will end anyway. So why keep a relationship or waste your time in a relationship where you can't resolve issues, where you feel like this person is not mature enough to get through an issue together, or y'all don't have a strong enough commitment to get through an issue together? I know they may think, oh, these issues always arise while we always have to talk. They may avoid the situation. But even in avoidance, it gives you an answer, lets you know that they're not committed to relationship enough to resolve issues because nobody want to live in the issue. We want to enjoy our life, 
issue free. So trust me, if you sit down, you prioritize your issues, you will ultimately prioritize the relationship and you ultimately have unadulterated fun. You will be able to have fun with this person without having underlying issues with that person. So I want you to think about it. The more you clear up your issues in your life and your relationships, the better your life will be, the better your relationships will be, the more accountable your relationships will be. So make sure you prioritize your issues because prioritizing your issues are prioritizing your fun or is prioritizing your fun. Next up, make life plans together. Now, this is very essential because if you're not planning together, you're living apart. And I know everybody this day and age is really preaching this individuality thing. But really, when it comes down to it, we are a part of each other's happiness. We are a part of each other's bonds. We are a part of, part of each other's success. And the reason why we have relationships is because we take pride in being a part of each other's life. So when you look at your bonds and you look at making life plans together, what I mean is, yeah, establish a clear bond. You know what I mean? Raise children together. Support each other in raising your children, whether you're friends or you're your spouse. Take pride in it. Support each other in raising your children up because ultimately they're going to take on your legacy. So when they see the friendships you have that's bonded and everybody's around raising the child and raising each other's children, then in turn, they build a bond to raise each other's children. And before you know it, the village is there, the impact is there. Start or run an organization together. If y'all have common interests or y'all have interests that can actually help one another, do it together. Work together. Ain't nothing better than building something with people you love. So if you can actually get through building an organization together without, quote unquote, destroying your relationship or killing each other, then you're in a good place. You actually see this as putting into one another, planning together, spending time with each other. This maximizes, this allows you to maximize on your time together. I know it's due to work, but at the same time, you can actually hang out and enjoy, you know, planning together, enjoy building together and building something that you can call your own. So whether it's a friendship or a romantic partnership, try to build an organization together if that's your goal. Exercise together, you know, physical health. We talk about mental and emotional health, psychological health on this show because we really believe that like, it's important. It's the important foundation, but you also need physical help. So if y'all take the time, spend the time, exercise together, get to know each other, you know, get to know each other outside the house, run, have, you know, go to the gym, you know, set up the weights and set up Pilates or whatever indoors, do some yoga, turn on YouTube, on your TV, get busy, you know, enjoy your time together. Exercise, prioritize each other, make life plans together, book that for the rest of your life, you know? So when you look at your relationships, make sure you're joining this relationship, you're honoring your commitments, make sure that you're joining these relationships to actually build something stronger because we all know and we all have done this where we're sharing our traumas and we're building off our traumas, which they call trauma bonding now, right? We're building our, we're building relationships off our traumas. We're building relationships off our vices. Does that work for you? Did it work for you in the past? Cause I know it didn't for me. So at the end of the day, why don't you build off of something positive? Look at somebody and say, okay, this person, though we all have traumas, we all been through things. 
this person is has persevered and they're ready to start building a foundation. They're ready to not allow those traumas to stop them. So now you're around somebody who's more productive, more eventful, more on your level. You're the same. You're equal. You're like-minded. Though things will come your way, you'll have trials and tribulations. You're not allowing them things to stifle you because positivity is what you work for every day. If you have people around you that have that same understanding, then you can build a life together. But if you have somebody that's always living in their trauma, always dealing with their vices, always, you know, being negative, then, yeah, you're going to spend time with them. You may feel fulfilled by helping them through it, but it's going to get tiresome. And it's not going to be a relationship. It's going to be a dependency. It's going to be something where you're dead depending on you and you're depending on them to make you feel good about them depending on you. That's not a healthy relationship. Healthy relationship should be a healthy exchange of ideas, a healthy exchange of thought process, a healthy exchange of building together. Pass each other the hammer and start building and then get through your trials and tribulations as a unit. I'm not saying that you don't share your traumas. I'm not saying you don't tell a person that you're struggling with advice. I'm saying that let that be your motivation to get past those things. The fact that you have positive people in your life and pull from their energy, pull from their strength, pull from their ideas or their thoughts, pull from the way that they are living life. Instead of being envious of the fact that they are on point or they on, on <clears throat> they have it together, get it together. Use them as a as strength to get it together, as a building block to get it together. Remember. Make plans, make life plans together. Prioritize your relationships. Prioritize the health of your relationships. So if you are actually going through this list and you think of the four things we just spoke about, if you are creating a list of the most prominent people, it gives you a clear understanding of who are the people in your life that mean the most to you. Where are you spending your time? It allows you to allocate your time to the people that you actually have on the top of your list and then work, work, work down it, right? Now, when you deal with creating a schedule, you now understand how you're going to organize everything in your life. Whether you're busy, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, you have a lot of time on your hands. You have to really look at your schedule because though you are saving lives and though you are helping people stay out of jail or helping people with their finances, regardless of what you're doing, it's still a job. These people are the foundation. They're your life. They're the life. They give you life. So just remember, there's a career and there's real life. Prioritize, make time and build a schedule and create a schedule, a weekly schedule for the people that you love and show up for them. Prioritize your issues. It's prioritizing your fun. You can guarantee that if you have less issues, you'll have more fun. You'll enjoy each other's company a lot more. But don't just Sit in the issues. Don't avoid the issues. Don't allow the issues to fester because they will disrupt your life. So make sure that you are calling these people up, looking at your list, looking at the top four people on your list. Look at all the problems you may have. Look at all the things you are allowing to fester with those people. Call them up, have a discussion and see if they're really ready to make sure that they put your, your issues behind you so y'all can prioritize enjoying life together. And Making life plans should be a no-brainer. I mean, this is what it's all about. It's all about making life plans together, living life together, building a life together. 
So you have friends that are just so separate and you live a different life and they're your escape from your day to day. That's a problem. They become a vice. You want people that are ingrained in your day to day that you're speaking to on a regular basis. That's in tune with the life that you're living. That's talking to you about your spouse. That's talking to you about your other friends. That's helping you through your, your, your work problems. That's going out to eat with you, just chopping it up, sharing ideas, trading thoughts, you know, finding new ways to, you know, build your, your life, new ways to find health in your life, new ways to maybe excel in your career. Brainstorm. Enjoy them. Remember, relationships are not all about the trauma. It's not all about the pain. It's not all about, you know, talking about your problems. If you have a healthy relationship and you have an accountable relationship, it's all about talking about progressing together and seeing how we can get there. Though we have problems, you only want to focus on solutions. So are you prioritizing the health and accountability of your relationships. You need to ask yourself that. And if you don't, or you're not prioritizing, look at these four questions and start today. All right. Enjoy. My name's Aziz and enjoy.